Welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series, where your host, Andy Jacob, interviews leading entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs about their incredible companies and discusses their unique entrepreneurial journeys. If you're the CEO or founder of an exciting and exceptional company, the editorial team of Dotcom Magazine welcomes you to pitch your business story to appear on this exciting interview series by reaching out to Mr. Jacob at Dotcom Magazine at dotcommagazine.com. And without further ado, here is another amazing entrepreneurial story on the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Good afternoon, everyone. Andy Jacob here with the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. I have a very interesting show today. It's going to be absolutely amazing because I have so many questions for Mr. Will Palmer, the founder and CEO of BizFinder SEO. And let me tell you, when it comes to SEO, search engine optimization, you're not going to find a stronger specialist, a better expert than Will to talk all about SEO. As you probably know, SEO is a, it's not magic. It's a data-driven science. And we have Will Palmer, the founder and CEO of BizFinder SEO. And try and say that three times <laughs> in a row correctly. So Will, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks, Andy. What's going on? Appreciate you having me. Well, this is super exciting. I know that uh, at BizFinder SEO, you focus and concentrated in the law space, which is just remarkable. And we always talk about on the show how it really makes sense to specialize in a certain vertical or a certain space. And that's how you've been able to build BizFinder SEO to the heights that you've been able to build it. But let's start the show by pulling the lens back to 30,000 feet and tell us all about BizFinder SEO. Yeah, I'll give you my backstory and how this all came to fruition. Been in the digital marketing and sales space for 14 years now. And uh, if you ask my wife, she'll tell you I'm one of the biggest <laughs> internet nerds out there and nothing more nerdy than SEO that we can talk about. So you're right. I've been dedicated to the legal community for the past eight years in serving solo and small firms with, like you mentioned, just proven and data-driven marketing services. And part of my experience goes back to um, quite a long time with Thomson Reuters as a digital strategist. Uh, about a year ago, I transitioned to starting my own agency and niching down from full service to SEO specifically, mostly because I think it's such an exploited uh, marketing service for legal and any business for that matter, but because of how, how competitive the legal space is and how lucrative SEO can be in terms of a business growth strategy, I saw a lot of opportunity to do it with transparency, to do it the right way at a very high level. Um, not everyone's a great fit for us. We're not the cheapest out there. We're not necessarily the most expensive, but you know, clients are willing to pay to dominate in their local market and search rank. So we've been growing that business and having a ton of success with our clients that are looking to maximize their online visibility for client and case acquisition. It's been great. That's awesome, Will. You have some incredible testimonials, some amazing case studies on your website. We want to get to that in a little bit, but let's talk about SEO because 
a lot of people think about SEO and they think that it's just a magic wand that you wave over the internet or wave over Google or the other you know, search engines and magic happens and magic appears. But you and I both know that this is really a data-driven science. And that's why I was so excited to have you on the show today, Will. So let's talk about that. What makes it a data-driven science and how have you been able to do such a great job for your clients? Yeah, that's a great question. And here's the thing I tell people and make them realize that the lawyers that seem to show up everywhere in search and seem to get the, the most cases. And sometimes they're not as qualified as other attorneys that have been in the space longer, which we know and hear about a lot. And the key is that they're just not doing SEO the same way as most everyone else. And as you mentioned, it isn't magic. It is a data-driven science. And I think the biggest issue really lies within how SEO is sold, marketed, and offered in most instances today, which is sort of this diluted bundled in service with other things that sound more exciting like social media and influencer marketing and and website design and chat widgets. And I mean, the list can go on and on. And it's just sort of for most agencies, kind of an afterthought, frankly. And, And that just doesn't cut it in the legal space, especially if you're say a top PI firm in a major Metro or a medium sized Metro, you have to really understand going back to your question around the data and what we're doing to understand things looking at exactly who your clients are, how do you best serve them? Just because you're a family law attorney or a criminal defense attorney or an employment law attorney doesn't mean you take every case. You probably are looking for quality over quantity. So there's a very specific circumstance that a legal consumer finds themselves in that requires urgent help that you as an attorney are there to provide. And with that comes search and search in those instances usually are research related They're trying to understand the law the best they can before they contact an attorney. They're trying to answer FAQs that that you would see and know. And when you look at the data around how the legal consumer actually is searching and how their journey from search to contacting you to becoming a, a paid client works, then you can understand, hey, let's start doing things and creating content and backlinks for those questions, for those what we call long tail searches or research-related searches that are data-driven around actual consumer search. So you have to really pull back the curtain and understand your market and what they're doing to to find an attorney and target those things. You can't just go after the most competitive, what we call head term keywords, like top divorce attorney in Chicago or best car accident lawyer, um, you know, Los Angeles. There's much more deep data beyond that that can drive really good cases for clients. That makes all the sense in the world. And obviously, SEO growth for your firms that that hire you, you know, they want the right tailored strategy. And you mentioned that there's a certain type of firms that you work with. So maybe let's let's bundle that up a little bit and let's talk about sort of the the best kind of firm uh, that you work with, sort of the size of the firm and what type of metropolitan market they're in. Because I know you simply can't um, take everybody on, but you have a certain particular niche group of the type of practices that that you're really best uh, able to serve in the community. Yeah, so our best fit clients are law firms that certainly believe in the power of digital. Uh, most of them are already investing in some kind of marketing strategy online. We, we focus digitally. I, my areas of expertise 
don't lend themselves to traditional, but a lot of our clients do TV, radio, billboard, those types of things. But you have a healthy marketing budget. You have a desire to be in a dominant position and you're looking for marketing systems to produce a better return on investment. Uh, most of our clients have tried a lot of different things in the past, typically, and with varied success, but they acknowledge and understand, like I mentioned earlier, the firms that are dominating are doing something and know things that they don't know. And they want they want and believe there are better ways to get a better return on investment. So they're willing to invest for the visibility, for the dominant search rank, for client acquisition growth. And that can mean being more selective with cases. That can mean I'm ready to hire more associates or expand my team. That can mean, hey, I'm, I'm at a, a point, an inflection point where I would like to expand into other neighboring markets or states, or maybe going after more nationwide type things. But there's some trigger event that desires real growth. And we come in and look at that system and that process and how SEO specifically with their very specific kinds of best fit clients can drive that big picture growth for them, which is one thing I love talking about, which is sort of the systems behind it. Um, as much as I love to nerd out on the SEO tactics specifically, most of our lawyers and clients care less about the specific tactics. They care more about how do your results, how are they proven and transparent, number one, but how do they translate into what my end goal as an attorney is? And that varies. And I think that's important to mention. It could be getting out of the trenches and, and delegating some of this, the work to others. It could be, um, like I said, going after really, really specific lucrative cases that increase the value of your time exponentially because of the value of the cases. And we really start there with understanding what, what an attorney is trying to do that brings them joy and, and work-life balance and happiness within your business because you're still an entrepreneur. At, at, if you're a partner at a law firm or you own your own firm, you're an attorney, but you're also a business person, man or woman. So we really look at the end goal and how does SEO drive to that end goal? And if that's the way you're thinking, then you're usually a good fit for us because we can tap into that desire and show you a better way. I love it. I love it, Will. And obviously your clients outperform their peers on Google search ranking and website traffic and all the analytics that go behind it. So when we think about an onboarding process, when, when a law firm reaches out to you and you know, they they say, hey, well, you know, we really want to dominate our space. We're very interested. We've tried some other things, but we've heard about you. We've heard about your reputation. We've come refer to you or read your testimonials and your case studies. What does that onboarding process look like for a new law firm to, to get involved with BizFinder SEO? Right. That the, This is an important piece of the puzzle because there are, as you mentioned just moments ago, clients that are good fits and bad fits. And I think there's a two-way vetting process, number one. So in terms of our process, a first call is um, is a Zoom call like this where it's very informal and it's it's to make sure that we're not wasting anyone's time or money on both ends. We don't want to take on clients that we don't think we can deliver results for. And that could be from a number of reasons, whether they don't have the budget or whether they're not in a position to handle growth or whether there are things within their web presence that would prevent clients from choosing them versus somebody else, whatever it is. But also you're you know, looking to us as an attorney to find out who's, <laughs> I say this full of BS, frankly, because there's just so many imposters out there that see certain services with the SEO as high margin. And there's just, you know, I ask people, what are you getting for your marketing and SEO? And is it working? And most of the time they don't know either uh, answer to either, either of those questions, which is a problem. So that first call in our process for onboarding 
is to make sure that we understand exactly what you're trying to do with your firm, SEO aside, even marketing aside, like what, what, what do you care? What, you know, what motivates you? What lights that passion and fire? What drives you? What's your ambition? What's your mission for the year? Uh, what goals do you have? What's your three to five year vision? And if there are opportunities and recommendations that we can help expedite the point of from A to B to those goals, then we're ready to share those. Whether you work with us or not, that's, I'm a huge believer in reciprocity, giving back and earning trust by giving before you ask. So whether, like I said, you work with us or not, I want to know what you need and want out of your business, what you're doing for marketing. And I'll share with you areas of opportunity and what we could do. And then on the second call would be, Hey, you know, say, Andy, let me go do some homework for you based on our first call and based on what I know you're wanting to have happen for your business. Let me go do some homework, figure out specifically the tactics that I would recommend that would move the needle the farthest, the fastest with the best return on investment. And that's when I can share that option with you on a second call that says, hey, um, this is really what you have to do based on what we've seen with all of our other firms. And that's when a decision can be made. Yeah, this is going to make sense for me or not. But usually it, it does make sense only because we do such a good job of, of vetting on the front end who's a good fit and who's not. And I don't think you're going to be mad even if we turned your business away, if it meant, hey, come back in a year uh, when we can do it the right way. Because our reputation as much as yours is on the line and results are everything, period. So that's kind of how our process works. And then we implement services and we do a very specific benchmarking within the first 30 days, 90 days, six months, and 12 months. Because long, you know, SEO is a long-term play. It's for people that understand they want to invest long-term into the growth of their practice and visibility into their practice, which is something we have to help educate our clients around as well. It's a long-term play you know, around long-term goals that you've got. I love it, Will. I love it, Will. And for the people that watch the show, you know what Will's talking about. He's talking about that, that initial discovery call where he's getting into the law firm's what we call the company DNA. He's learning about the company DNA because in order for him to be able to provide the best possible service uh, that he possibly can and his team and his firm can, can offer, he wants to know what that law firm's DNA is all about, what their long-term goals are, what some of their shorter-term strategies are so that he can advise them on the best possible way to go with his with his offering you know will something that's really interesting what you do uh at the company that we really really love and caught our eye was this transparency and you have a commitment to transparency with your clients and that's really remarkable so maybe you could touch on that a little bit and tell us what that's all about yeah so transparency around seo because it is it, it to a lot of people, it's taboo. I mean, there's a hundred things you could say that would be considered search engine optimization services that, you know, the, the, the little bits of the algorithm and this and that, like whatever, just look, it, are more people finding me? And is it translating into more business? That's the bottom line. Um, and I think what a lot of marketers do is they sort of cherry pick these sort of meaningless data points and make it fancy looking and, and report on it. And that's kind of the most interaction in terms of communication you're going to get. We, before we even launched this business, spent a significant amount of time and, and money actually building and tapping into sort of this cloud-based platform. So if you go to our website, there's a big login button on the right. You know, our clients leverage this platform to see not only what are the tactics we're executing on, you know, in that, that month, 
But what are the results? It, it takes all the data sources like Google Analytics, Google Search Console, um, things around call tracking that we use, search queries that people are using to find you, what pages are ranking the best, and you know, how is your Google My Business and local search pages doing? What's your reputation like? What are your reviews like? How often are you getting new reviews? I mean, there's a, there's a whole host of, the, even social media connects into it. There's a whole host of things that connect into this platform where you can basically get a 360 degree view of your online presence immediately and see trends over time. And it's that kind of technology plus our team and area of expertise that when we merge them together, you know, our clients just don't see it with, with other competitive options in the space. And I think that's important because we understand that very entrepreneurial attorneys, again, are, are good fits for what we do and they value that kind of information. I love it, Will. I love it, Will. I want to get into the weeds just a little bit because we have a lot of people that reached out to me and they had some questions about SEO and I knew you were going to be on the show. So I wanted to ask them. So when when you're building out an SEO uh, program for a for a client, uh, one of the questions that comes up is about landing pages. And I know this is getting a little bit into the weeds, but just generally speaking at a high level, when you're doing SEO for your clients, do they need a different landing page for every single um, like search term that you're, that you're providing the SEO services for? How does all that work? Well, yes and no. I mean, it's, you don't have to intentionally go make a landing page for every search term you're trying to rank for. Um, because your domain and your website has what's called domain rank and domain authority behind it. So how long it's been around, how many links it has. I mean, there's sort of this, this general score that your site has overall in terms of what Google looks to be as trustworthy and authoritative. The higher the trust, the higher the authority, the higher everything will rank for you across the board. The higher your site will rank, the higher your practice area pages will rank or your location pages, even your Google My Business page. It all kind of kind of relates to each other. With that said though, if you look at how people find you and end up on your website, a lot of it is driven through very specific content and mostly it's around blog content. So a landing page, in my opinion, is defined more as a dedicated page to drive paid traffic to, which is a whole nother topic I won't get into now. But if you have a really specific page, say around, um, a top question you're getting asked and I could pick injury or, or family law. Let's say you're a high asset uh, divorce attorney and a, a question you get a lot is, Hey, you know, as a business owner, if I get divorced, do I have to split my business with my spouse or my 401k or something like that? That's a blog post you could write. And that is the thing that's going to rank because Google is smart enough and it's more humanized than ever in terms of understanding the English language and the words used in search and, and the intent behind the search that if there's a question being asked on Google and you have a really great blog post that answers that question and puts the consumer first and doesn't try to manipulate Google and stuffing in keywords and all this and you're just putting that the consumer first, which is advice I give people like, oh, how do I get it to rank? Well, don't worry about that. Just answer the question and make it meaningful. That's the stuff that ranks. So ultimately they're going to find your blog post and that's how they're getting to your website. So you can call that a landing page or a blog post or a content page, but I think it is important um, to answer those kinds of questions. That makes all the sense in the world, Will. Now you do such a great job. I want to get into your case studies momentarily because they're outstanding, Will, but 
one thing that I'm thinking about when, when I'm thinking about the service that you offer for your clients and for the law firms is you do such an amazing job with the SEO. You get them ranked. They really, uh, you really put your clients in sort of a dominant position in their area. What happens when you deliver these clients to, to, to a landing page or a website and the law firms maybe aren't as good as at getting back to the people as they should, or maybe somebody doesn't pick up the phone or maybe somebody doesn't answer that, you know, that contact form as quickly as you would like as the person delivering these highly qualified leads to them. Do you consult with them on sort of what that all means and, and give them the, the power and the strength and the ideas to make sure that they get back immediately to the people that come on these websites? I love that you brought that up, Andy. And it's, I think the biggest mistake law firms make unintentionally is not putting enough value and energy into ensuring that the lead management process is in place. I don't care if you're a solo attorney or you have a team or you even have an intake team. Yeah, you have to, you can't spend a bunch of money to generate awareness, get people on your website that actually see value in what you do to call you or send a web chat in or a, a web submission. And then you don't get back. You don't answer your phone and you're dead. And it's because of, of how consumers demand instant answers, instant gratification, instant communication with any business nowadays. Um, I'm surprised even that firms aren't putting front and center that they offer a virtual consultation. I look at dozens of law firm websites daily and I mean, close to 0% have that front and center. So you have to make it really easy and frictionless to have your potential clients get, again, their urgent, pressing legal questions answered. And they're just going to call the next person if it's not you being being proactive and answering the phone. There's so many stats out there around that. It's like 85% of legal consumers will never leave a voicemail. They'll just call the next attorney and you'll never know. Um, things like that. So yeah, that's hugely important. And to the other part of your question, which is how do we as a company help clients recognize that? And do we sort of help consult around that? And the answer is absolutely yes. Because if you take SEO and you isolate it as a service and you say, hey, our only job is to make you rank higher. If we do that, you need to keep paying us. Well, that's what a lot of companies do. But my background and our team's background is a bit unique and different than a lot of marketers out there in that we are very entrepreneurial. You know, I'm a two-time founder myself. I mentioned my professional sales background. And I think the conversion of leads is partly selling. And we look at marketing as a system, you know, like a, like a stool with three legs where all three of the legs of the stool have to work for the stool to, to stand. And the legs would be, and it, it goes to your question too around managing leads, but the legs would be, hey, are you generating awareness of around people that don't know you exist outside of your referral network? Are you generating awareness that you're an option in the marketplace to help them? One, great, you did that. Next step is, you know, you have to create a really strong identity and tell a story around why choose you. And that's to engage people and say, great, you've generated awareness. You've got a great site that tells your story and, tell, and sells yourself. And then they call you and you don't answer the phone. You spend all that energy having two legs of the stool up, but that third one fails. And any one of those could be missing and the, and the system is broken. So when we come in, even on that first call, we look at what you have in place for that kind of system. And that's where a lot of clients, we earn their trust is that we can 
kind of pick that apart and just be brutally honest. And that's one of the reasons I love working with lawyers around versus other industries. I'm just kind of a no BS, no frills person. Like if you don't like, you know, the honest feedback, you're probably not a fit, but, but our clients love it. They say, gosh, no one's ever told me that. No one's ever looked at it that way. No one's ever asked me these questions. Uh, and that's just because they probably don't know legal specifically and they don't know sales and marketing the way we do. So that's a unique, I think, differentiator for us that our clients benefit from tremendously. I love it, Will. You get the complete package because when you're hiring an SEO firm, you want the chops behind it. You want people that have experience. You want people that were founders before. You want people that understand marketing. You want people that understand sales. If you just hire someone that all they know is SEO, you're really missing out because there's so much more to the story than than what perhaps some other companies are telling you. And that's why so many people are reaching out to Will at BizFinder SEO, so many attorneys, so many law firms to, to talk about it. And one thing that Will does, which I really love, is you might be saying to yourself as a law firm, you might be saying to yourself, you know, I don't really know even where I stand. Maybe I'm working with a current company or maybe I'm not even working with someone. And I and Will, let's talk about this free audit that you provide because that's a great service and that's a great way for some law firms to sort of start engaging with you to understand the type of value that you can give to them at your company. Yeah, it, it, it's hard to know what who to trust and what to believe out there. And I would just want to acknowledge that fact as well. It's not anyone's fault. It's just the marketplace is filled with noise and clutter. And so, you know, going to something like an audit where we can, you know, it's kind of like a game of a hand of poker where a lot of businesses and lawyers don't realize there are tools out there. A lot of them are paid tools, SEO tools that we, we have, of course, that we can, you can leverage through us that will tell you really interesting data. Like, you know, how authoritative and trustworthy does Google view your website and is, <laughs> okay, that's a score fine. But is that in relationship to other lawyers, is that good or bad and why? And, and if it's bad, how do I improve it? And it's, and if it's good, how do I continue to increase it to dominate? So, you know, we can also look at what are the most visited pages on your website. Uh, we can look at what types of search queries are driving the most traffic to your site. But here's what's really, really cool. We can look at that for competitors and say, here's how competitor one, two, and three, who are all outranking you, you know, in, in search queries and traffic, here's what they're doing differently. Here's what they're doing better, more often than you. And when you can benchmark a, and have a delta, a definable delta of here's where you stand in comparison to where they stand on specific metrics and tactics, that's how you build a plan to overtake them and, and how you build a plan to have Google or Yahoo or Bing or anything else basically choose your site and your pages versus theirs. And that's where that data-driven piece comes in. So the audit reveals that kind of information. It reveals your competitor's hands in poker, which then gives you the tools. Again, whether you work with us or not, you get the audit uh, to beat them, which is awesome. So, Well, I love it. I love it. And, you know, speaking to you, it comes across that not only are you, and I'm gonna, going to affectionately call you a geek. So you have <laughs> this, this geek part about you, which is powerful and in your space, you need it. But on the other hand, you're also an entrepreneurial spirit. So when you combine those two things, 
your clients get the best of what really the SEO world has to offer. And it's so apparent just to go to the website and look at your case studies. They're absolutely remarkable. There are firms that are using your firm to really dominate their particular position, whether it's in a region or a local area. And it's really, really remarkable. So thank you so much, Will. And I know you've only sliced out a certain amount of time to be on the show today, but you know, we want to talk about the entrepreneurial journey just a little bit. And we have a new question that we're asking entrepreneurs. And I wanted to ask you this question because we have younger entrepreneurs that watch the show, as you know, as well. And we want to know what's your why. In other words, why do you get up in the morning, Will? What gets you going to get that first step out of bed and attack the day and rock and roll and provide this superior service to your clients? What is Will Palmer's why? Gosh, I mean, that's that's a great question. And, and I think you have to define that to become an entrepreneur. And I think a lot of people don't put in the work to understand their calling, their ambition, and what they enjoy and love to do. It could be baking cupcakes. It could be being a nerd on SEO. It could be anything. And, and I talk to people about that. But my I love the internet. I love technology and that's my innate interest. But my why is taking that knowledge and being able to serve others with that knowledge to grow businesses. And there's a lot of create creativity behind that. And I just, you know, I was at one point in my previous life, a fine arts major. I won't get into that. There's not much money in it, but I still love tapping into this creative side. And I think that's part of my why is, is giving people, uh, obviously my law firm clients and prospects, sort of a, a, a vision of what can be and then helping them reach that vision. And, and that can mean a lot of different things for a lot of different people. We went back and talked about like, Hey, what's your real, what's your vision as a potential client? I need to know that so I can help you reach it. When you do, it's incredibly gratifying. Um, and that's my why is to give back and believe in that reciprocity piece to get people to a new level of success. They maybe didn't know was possible. And that's awesome. So. I love it, Will. And for the entrepreneurs watching the show, you know, we talk about that all the time. It's about putting your clients first and you want to have raving fans and you want people that do business with you to, to be extremely excited every day that they've selected you to be the company to help them get to where you're going. And Will, I want to congratulate you and thank you so much for coming on the show. You know, what you've been able to do has been really remarkable. Your law firms really love what you've been able to do for them to help them attain dominant position in their particular locale. Uh, the, the testimonials are remarkable. So certainly reach out to Will if you're a law firm, check it out. He'll get into your company DNA and, and tell you exactly what he can do for you. Will, this has been just a real delight to have you on the show. And I wanted to thank you for coming on the .com Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. I love it, Andy. I love what you're doing to connect entrepreneurs and business owners, and I'm happy to be a part of it. Thanks for having me. Thank <laughs> you.